Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at shay-doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, good morning, good afternoon. First up, I'm sorry for last week's episode going live on Thursday afternoon rather than Thursday morning. I was feeling a bit rough last week. And when writing this episode, I suddenly realized, shit, I haven't posted the episode yet. Thank you for being here. Today is going to be a great follow-on from last week's Running versus Growing episode. A huge part of growing your business is delegating and outsourcing, stepping away from those day-to-day tasks that you started the business with in the very early days, because now your time is needed to grow. This episode is all about outsourcing and how to do it with ease, despite the ideas or bad experiences that you may have had before. When it comes to outsourcing, do you think it's just going to take me too long to find the right person and then I have to go through everything with them and so it's just easier to do it myself? Perhaps you've outsourced already in the past and it went wrong. The work wasn't as expected or the communication was poor and you ended up putting in double the amount of time. Well, I'm happy to say from today onwards, that stops. I'll be sharing five pro tips that have come directly from personal experience and that I've researched with Fiverr. Fiverr, I'm sure you've heard of, is an outsourcing platform, one of many. And I've done this for today so that you can get outsourcing right from the very start or get back to outsourcing in a simple and easy way. You know what? This episode has to be as well perfect timing because as I was scripting the podcast today, I woke up to a message from my previous podcast editor. We've been working together for around five months now, they had a change in circumstances and had to immediately stop the editing. The contract was finished. Yep, just like that. These things happen and actually I'm very appreciative of the work we did together. 
you may be thinking, oh my God, that sounds like a nightmare. Though it took me, honestly, 30 minutes today to filter, speak to, and partner with a new podcast editor. Let's get into it and start with the two reasons I believe entrepreneurs often don't outsource. First up, you think it's easier to do it yourself or that you don't have time. Last week, we spoke about growth tension points. If you haven't outsourced before, then this is certainly one of those points. You've put it off because you're not familiar with how to do it, who to choose, or what requirements to give. Your mind is not even in the space of thinking, how could I give this to someone else to do? It's easier to do it yourself because you know how. As human beings, we naturally want to stick with what we know. And then you find a reason to justify that decision. Time. Not having enough time becomes the story, the excuse, the reason, whatever you want to call it, to justify why you're making that choice. That is what you start telling yourself. And the trade-off is growing your business. It is not possible for you to hold on to the day-to-day tasks whilst continuing to effectively grow your business. Think of any successful digital entrepreneur. Jeff Bezos comes to mind. Can you imagine Jeff still doing the tasks now that he would have done day one of starting and growing Amazon? It sounds ridiculous to even say that. Imagine if he'd viewed outsourcing as too time-consuming or too complex. He started from exactly the same place as you. Second is cost. You can't afford to outsource right now or you're not making enough money to do it. You may be viewing outsourcing as a nice point to reach when you have enough money. I'll do that later on down the line. In the meantime, you think, I'll do it myself, even if it takes a bit longer, because that way it's for free. It doesn't cost me anything if I'm doing it myself, right? Wrong. What value do you place on your time? How much does one hour of your time cost? For every hour that's spent on these tasks, that's how much it's costing you and your business. You're paying yourself to do it. And whilst you're paying yourself to edit the blog, to synchronize social media posts, to manage processes, it is time not spent, therefore money not earned, doing what you're great at, developing your business, Selling to new clients, business planning. We'll get more into that cost side shortly. For now, though, I invite you to shift your belief. Any work you do yourself is not free, it's not cheaper. There is an hourly cost to that work. And that hourly cost, I can guarantee, is costing you more than outsourcing. All right, let's look at the reality of it. It's not all roses. I'll share based on what I know and have experienced myself. So when setting up this business, I outsourced the website build, my personal SEO, payment forms, the checkout, the life goals quiz that you see on the website, podcast editing, 
bug fixing, photography. So a fair few things. And by the way, there is still plenty more that I can outsource. Though budget does play a factor, it's unrealistic to think it doesn't. So whilst I'm aware there is a cost for the tasks I still choose to do myself, for example, editing YouTube videos, I have a clear plan as the business grows, which parts I will continue to outsource in priority order. And I started with those tasks that I knew would take up most of my time and that were the furthest away from my skills. Building the website is a great example. Has all of that outsourcing gone smoothly? Of course not. The guy who initially built the website was suddenly removed from Fiverr. I had a website half built with no one to contact. The person who built the life goals quiz, they were unable to figure out the full logic in jot form. So I had to find a new person. Now, my previous podcast editor, I explained what happened earlier today. So without a doubt, there will be bumps along the way. Though it actually helps you to become more realistic and know exactly what you're looking for. Have those bumps turned me off of outsourcing? No way. I will absolutely still continue outsourcing, even knowing that I am going to face future challenges with it. The payoff, the time saved, the money saved, just the ability to focus more of my time on what I'm great at is totally worth that trade-off. I'm going to switch up the order of today's episode. Usually I'd cover what's happening, why it happens, and then what to do about it. The why and what to do about it, I'm going to combine into one today. And I'll now run through five tips that have come from my own self-learning and directly from Fiverr to help you start outsourcing in the easiest possible way. And as I share each tip, I'll explain why the opposite happens for many digital entrepreneurs. Number one, budget. At the start, you're tempted to go on to the the platform, whether it's Fiverr, Upwork, there's loads of others, by the way, and start looking at how cheap can I get this job done for? The reason why is obvious. You're starting your business. You want to Keep costs down and get the best value for money. The more you save, the happier you feel. I can't pretend that isn't still true, though I've learned not to go with the very cheapest option. You get what you pay for. The guy who was removed from Fiverr halfway through building my website, cheapest option. And when I had to unravel what had been built. (laughs) Oh my God. Never again. Set your budget. You know, just look at how much can you realistically afford to spend each month at this point in time, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 200 pound, then pick the task or tasks, the highest priority and taking you a long time and then head on to one of the platforms and search for that job within your budget. You'll find on there that many freelancers have a basic, a standard and a premium package when you start getting into the detail. 
So a low budget generally matches the, the basic offering. Uh, sometimes it can be a bit annoying that, you know, you start seeing people coming up and you're thinking, awesome, they've got really high reviews, they can get the job done, and then you click in and there's a big difference between the cost in the basic and the standard or premium package, though that's life, that's part of it. So just take some time to look around and explore multiple freelancers. You will find what you're looking for. Pro tip number two, imagine the job is accepted. I burnt myself with this one a couple of times before learning the lesson. It happens because you're really excited. In your mind, the job is ready to be done and it's going to be the greatest thing to start bringing new customers your way. You think that the freelancer has everything that you need from them. So you've sent them the details, you've found who it is you want to work with, they accept the job and you realize, shit, there is still a load of other stuff that I have to get ready for them to start working on this. This may sound so basic and obvious, though I can guarantee it's very easy to fall into this trap. Let me bring it to life with an example. The life goals quiz on the website, you get a PDF that shows your score, which zone you're in, and then a load of free resources to continue your learning. I outsourced that PDF design. I found the person, they accepted the job, and then I realized, oh man, I've actually only drafted how I wanted that PDF to look. I had to get all of the content sorted and the final content, you know, the finished piece. I had to get all of the videos uploaded onto YouTube, had to get the audio guides done for them to be able to start the work and start putting it together. I don't really know what I was thinking when they accepted the job. And by that happening, you know, that was my error, a delay on my part, and it added at least one month onto that job, at least. So now I've learned to ask myself, when searching for potential freelancers, what will they need from me when they say yes to the job? This allows you to prepare those materials beforehand and move at the pace you originally had in your mind because everything is there ready to go. So ask yourself that question before they actually accept. Just pretend, imagine they've accepted the job. What will they need from me when they say yes to this job? And then you can start writing down, oh, they'll need this. That is the stuff you know you need to get working on before you're ready for them to accept. Number three, document well, document once. That sounds like a phrase from back in my banking days. Many entrepreneurs unnecessarily stress themselves out by sending multiple different messages to three, four, five different freelancers, then having to answer individual questions. And before you know it, suddenly you're wasting time talking to five random people going back and forth answering questions. This can happen easily because by nature, as an entrepreneur, you want to move fast. You want to get shit done. Sending half the information, sometimes even a quarter of the information, at lightning speed to just get a conversation going is not doing you any favors. I can promise you that. Create a Google Doc, document what you need, be clear, 
Be specific. What is the goal that you want? Why do you want that? What are the specifics you want the freelancer to know about? It could be the look and feel you want the audience to have. It could be the tone of voice, the type of words that you want to use, or the way that you want to come across to the audience. And then send that exact same link to each of the three to four freelancers you found. This way, you don't need to go through individual messages. It's a duplicate message that you'll send in. Automate this. The ask is very clear. They know what needs to be done and you don't have to get into multiple chats. For God's sake, WhatsApp groups are hard enough to manage. You don't need more on top of that. So send those very clear and specific requirements to the freelancers. And finally, always ask for examples of their work. Always. This will give you an instant feel for the quality, their style, and whether they're the right person for you. If you're not too sure what it is that you want and you're open to their creative thinking and their design, that's okay. Let them know. I will say from experience, it works best when you are clear on what you want, though just at the very least, put some guardrails in place. You know, what would be the basic things that you're looking to achieve? All right, moving on to number four, use the filter options. I think most people already know this, so I'll only touch on it quickly. Whichever platform you're using, they generally all have multiple filter options, budget, ratings, location. This mostly will help you find someone that matches your budget. For me personally, I love the fact that I'm able to financially support other entrepreneurs in new markets whilst meeting my own financial boundaries. Of course, that can mean language barriers and everyone will have a different perception on this, how much they're open to that or not. Though the reviews give you a great sense and feeling of confidence of which person is the right one to do the work for you. Okay, and number five, the final one, build a relationship and be realistic. This is a new partnership you're starting. It's really one step away from having an employee, which is very exciting. So view it that way. Many people expect a freelancer to be magic at what they do, do it to the greatest possible perfect standard on time for a cheap amount with no bumps along the way. Give that person a break. Have you ever consistently performed like that? Just imagine if somebody actually came to you and asked for all of those things from you, you'd probably be telling them exactly where to go. So definitely have high standards, though honestly, that comes down to how clear you are in communicating your wants and needs. The partner wants to do a great job for you. Get to know them a bit. Say hello or thank you in their language. Recognize that their reviews make them stand out from the crowd and congratulate them on that. Ask them how their weekend was. This is a fellow human being that is helping you to grow your business. So a little respect and realistic expectations go a long way. This is not a simple back and forth transaction. 
All right. So they are the five tips and that's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. These are all real, real experiences that I've gone through. So I know they will help you cut down on time wasted and make this whole process a positive one. Like I mentioned, you are bringing someone else on to help you grow your empire. That is bloody exciting. Be proud of doing that and freeing up your time to focus on what you are great at. Which business owner do you know that would personally benefit from hearing this? Hit share on your podcast platform. Just share the love and send it on to them. And thank you from me for doing that. So that's it for this week. Next Thursday morning, our topic is how to go upstream. Do you remember that story I shared last week about people falling into the river? After that story, I had a wave of realization that most digital entrepreneurs, and I've certainly been guilty of this in the past, and even now at points I still do this, we're on the riverbank, pulling people out, only focusing on what is immediately in front of us, the here and now. So next week, I will share a brand new method of thinking. Would you like to know where your time is truly best spent? What will actually drive your business growth? You're one method away from that. I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you and love you all. Go to shay-doring.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.